You're listening to Outlandish Outcasts at outlandishoutcasts.com. Welcome to Outlandish Outcasts. I'm your host, Al. With me, as always, my favorite person in the world, Desi. How are you doing tonight, Desi? Great. You won't look at me at this moment. I can't look at you. I wouldn't be um, speaking into a microphone if I looked at you. You're such a dork. It's true. (laughs) This is why we need to get a new desk. We do. We definitely need a new setup in here eventually. Eventually. Do you have any idea who's first tonight? Because I don't remember. You are. Am I first tonight? You are. Okay. All right. I know these things. You just know everything. Um, damn near everything. <laughs> <laughs> if I said I knew everything, I'd be lying. Yeah. All right. I'm going to start off with kind of a twisted story. This, twisted? Uh, it's probably my least... There's definitely not really any funny in this story, and I... I figured I I'd put it first. I don't know if you've noticed most of your stories aren't funny. I'm what brings fun to your stories. Oh, okay. okay. Just saying. All right. Well, maybe you can bring fun <laughs> to this story. We'll see. We'll see. What do you got? <clears throat> I don't um, know that story. And <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, in uh, 2017, <laughs> a woman was a uh, a woman was accused of um a rape. A Craigslist rape fantasy plot. Hmm. This, um, where'd her name go now? I lost it for the second time today. <laughs> you are so funny. <laughs> I lost her name. I'm, I'm a little out of it today. Anyway, Angela Diaz, um, she's 31 years old. She t- faces 10 felony charges. And what she did was she pretended, basically, that she was being stalked. And harassed online and then pretended to be raped and then accused her, her ex-fiance's new girlfriend of Jealousy. doing all this to her. Jealousy. I thought this was just a crazy kind of roundabout story that kind of ends with, you know, they got the right person going to jail for, uh, she went to jail for like 10 years. Um, but basically she... She went online to online forums and pretended to be somebody else and wrote messages to herself that were saying that she wanted to be raped. And then she claimed somebody came to her house and raped her. And then she claimed that this person that was online saying these things was her her uh, ex uh, her her her, <laughs> her ex fiance's girlfriend. So it's just this crazy like roundabout. So what this is reminding me of it's a lady who seems to either a have a lot of mental issues or oh, b sure. there's a lot of jealousy. But it brings me back to my childhood. Okay. So when I was younger, I thought I was being the smart girl. My mm-hmm. dad, we had like our upstairs. It was two rooms. It was like a really old house. Had two rooms. And one was mine and my sister's room. The other one was like this big toy room because the stairs led up into it. And it was like in the middle of the floor was the stairs to go downstairs. So my dad built this ramp okay. or railing. And he... Like, put it up so nobody would fall down the stairs Mm -hmm. because it's literally just this open hole in the middle of the floor so we could be running and 
We would yeah. jump over it. Yeah, and I sense. think that's where the rail came in because we we would all <laughs> jump over to see if we could do it instead of falling down the stairs because we're dumb kids. So one day when my dad put that up, I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna make it pretty," and I got a purple marker and I started oh. drawing flowers all over it. And, oh, I bet he was and writing not things happy. and little hearts. And then finally, I was like, "Oh crap, I'm going to get in trouble for this." So I wrote. I hate Desiree. <laughs> Needless to say, my sister had no clue how to spell my name until she was like in the fifth grade. <laughs> I was probably in the first or second grade when this happened. So she really didn't even know how to spell. And if you said I, she may have known how to ro- write that out, but she had no idea how to ro- write the word hate. So I was trying to frame her. For this, so I didn't get in trouble but for it. But there's no way she could have wrote what you there's wrote. There's no way. That's hilarious. So it fell back on me, and I got in big trouble for That's it. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, I, I do agree. This there's def, just def, this lady definitely had some 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 mental issues going on. Um, this ordeal lasted quite a few months as they were as she was you know plotting to fake her own rape. Um, <laughs> but well, see there, she was trying to get her ex's attention oh, yes, and get him away from her. And, in the and end- then it wasn't working, so she pushed it a little more. In the end of the ordeal, after she was arrested, um, the uh, authorities found in her room, or in, her, in her bedroom, um, a screenplay that she had written and was trying to sell to Lifetime oh, of her own story. my God. So she was trying to tell the story and sell the story all while living the story uh, all at the same time. Yep. Which is just... Yep. <sighs> things always come back to get you one way or another. They do. So you only can lie about things for so long, they and do. eventually you're going to get caught. That is true. That is true. So, yeah, just a twisted little story, but uh, it's, I didn't want to start with the fun stuff. So, But you always start with the fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so my story. Okay. So, do you know how many presidents played instruments? No idea. Only one that I can think of off the top of my head. Well, it's the one I'm sure that we all know in our age bracket. Yes, it, yes it's Bill Clinton in the saxophone. Yes, yes, for sure. So, he's actually last on the list. Well, I, I pulled up another list. Obama was on it for a choir, but that's okay. not an instrument. That's no. his voice. That's vocals. And he sang one line, I think it was. I don't... I remember hearing him sing Amazing Grace, and it was really good. I... It was at like some... Never heard thing. that, but I can believe it. Okay, so I'm going to go through these, and you have to guess. Okay. What instrument? I'm not a very good guesser. Whatever. <laughs> okay, Thomas Jefferson. The triangle. Oh, he played two. I don't know two instruments. No. <laughs> Are you kidding me? The triangle and the piano. No, the violin and the cello. Okay. So cello. I like the cello. I've heard a lot of it lately. Your daughter plays it. She just yes, got it her bow. Yes, very so beautiful. I love it when she's like warming up with the bow, and I'm like, it sounds. Like, well, she's not warming up. It sounds like warm up yeah. music when they're she's practicing just learning before, right before the the conductor yep. not the conductor the director guys like taps on with a stick on the little thing yep <laughs> okay anyway so john quincy adams john quincy adams bagpipes 
know. The flute. The flute. Okay. The flute. The flute. I loved it to the flute. It was a song I sang in choir when I was like a little girl, and then it was like the piccolo, because as high as anything can go. Oh, okay. I'm a dork, I know. You are. That's okay. Okay, so John Tyler. John Tyler, he would play the um, the trombone. The violin. The violin, yeah. Abraham Lincoln was was... Oh, no, he was just one. For some reason, I thought he was two. Hmm. Abe Lincoln. He's, he was really tall, so he'd play the bass. No, it was the violin. Oh, that doesn't look right. Abraham Lincoln with a violin it's doesn't look right. all in perspective. Right, I suppose. When he spoke, they said he had a squeaky voice. I know, but so it, it just doesn't matched. look right. You don't know. You don't know. Okay, so Chester Allen Arthur. I don't know anything about Chester Allen Arthur, and I, I really no, like I really I'm like not history. Even say and what I was gonna say just now, but I don't know anything about him. Like, holy cow! I don't know piano. Um, I can't. N- no, he was the oddball out out of all of them. So it makes me think he was from the deep south, the banjo. Okay. So I think of hee haw. I think of deliverance. so franklin roosevelt we have two things franklin roosevelt let's see what kind of instrument could you play while you're hunting for treasure Hmm, i have no idea well what makes the dramatic music well a lot of everything makes dramatic music music. (laughs) i know what you're spinning into i have yeah i have no idea what frank the piano. Okay. And then he sang soprano. Really? Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Never knew that. I wonder if he hit B flat. <laughs> B sharp. Any of those Bs? No idea. I'm not going to try. I tried at work one day <laughs> on that. What's that? Loving you is so hard to do. Somebody else was singing it. I'm like, I got the high note. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, ah. That's right. I did it. Ladies and gentlemen, call me. I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> if you need to scare the neighborhood kids away. <laughs> Whatever. That was beautiful. Okay. So Woodrow Wilson. Two things. Woodrow Wilson. Well, it's two things. One of them's probably the piano. No. The other one is the trumpet. No. Yeah. So we have striking the out all along here. Violin, and he was in his college glee club. Mm, okay, that's not so, really a playing an instrument. That's, I wonder if know, he would have been vocals. in a five boy band. Man, nowadays maybe. Okay, so next we have Warren Harding, and this was two. Jeez, these are busy people. The guitar. No. Um. You've guessed this one a lot. I'll give you a The hint. piano? <laughs> I don't know. The trombone. Oh. I only said that <laughs> once. That's not a lot. You said it twice. And you can re-listen to I'm find sure that I can. too. I will. And the E-flat cornet. Okay. I don't know what that is, but okay. <laughs> Me either. So Calvin Coolidge. Coolidge. Oops. Calvin Coolidge played the harmonica. Yes. That was a guess. 
Mm-hmm. It really actually was. <laughs> I, yeah. Harry Truman. Harry Truman. It's kind of a man's man. The buck stops here. He eh, would you play it a lot. The piano? Yeah. Okay. He was a piano man. Not the piano man. No, but a piano man. Yes. He was a pianist. <laughs> you can't say right. that word. I feel like I, I need to bleep it. I said it right. I said it right. <laughs> you did say it right. He is a pianist. Okay, so Richard Nixon. I'm going to guess Two. like classical Two. piano. <laughs> I really don't know the other one. You cheated. <laughs> yes, I did. And he also played the accordion. Oh, yeah, yeah. My mom played the accordion. Did she really? Yes, like... As a kid, Shut like she played door. it for me like twice in my whole life. But as a kid and at my grandma's house, it was in the closet. She had an accordion and she'd pull it out on holidays every once in a great while. Oh bottle. my God. But Seriously? Seriously. Weird. The accordion reminds me of when I was growing up where I grew up, the Shimoleski band was mm-hmm. huge and it was like an accordion thing and they'd play like songs like, which maybe your mom played because Polka I'm sure. was huge. Yeah, my my like the there are no beer there's no beer in heaven yeah. that's my mom, why we drink it here my mom liked polka my grandpa really liked polka my mom or my grandma hated the accordion and i think that's why my mom played because <laughs> my grandma makes hated sense. it mother-daughter relationship <laughs> totally makes sense so cool yeah and then the link that you're even going to post on here is going to have um nixon a little video of him okay cool Plane, and then I'll also have Bill Clinton on there. Bill Clinton on the so, Arsenio Hall show playing. So the anyone saxophone, that's listening like want to actually famous. hear Richard Nixon play classical piano, but it was like on a TV show or something. It's in black and white too, and it's not really a classical tune. It doesn't play the whole song though. But you can tell when he's playing it. You watch his hands move, and you're like, like I just don't picture that, and I just saw it, and I still can't we, see it. You know, we did listen to this, which is why I was able to guess classical piano. Um, but it doesn't seem right. It's just, it's very elegant, and that doesn't that's not doesn't fit right with my picture of I Nixon think, in my head. Whenever I think of Richard Nixon, I also think of Men in Black because he always had the black suits. Anytime you see him, yeah, that's true. I don't think classical music. Plus, he has that funky little nose. Yes, he does. So, and that's probably why Elsa. And then there's a few political things why I don't see classical music. Yeah, but okay. Anyways, onward bound. Ronald Reagan. Reagan. Think of the movies he used to play in. Would he just play a guitar or no, a harmonica? He was in the Western. Harmonica. Oh, there we go. Harmonica, yeah. Like picture sitting him on, a, on horse, a horse playing sitting on a his horse harmonica. Playing a harmonica. That makes sense. With his horse harmonica. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bill Clinton, as See, we had a stated. Saxophone. saxophone. Which some people, if we do have younger and listeners, he, they may not have known that. Played a really good cigar from what I hear, but never mind. Oh my <laughs> God. You didn't really just go there, did you? Of course I did. Yeah, you Why did. Why not? Why not? Men. Yep. So cool. That's all about presidents and music. That's kind of cool. I love presidents and music. Cool, cool, cool. I'm going to talk a little bit about something very close to presidents. I'm going to talk about gorilla. A gorilla? Yeah, I mean, I went... Re- How is that even close <laughs> to presidents? I don't know. It's not, but it was kind of funny. I went really in-depth on a gorilla, like, not that long ago. You went in-depth on a gorilla. You were sitting here. You listened to the whole thing. You probably don't remember any of it, but we were podcasting it, like, two episodes ago. Two Maybe episodes three. ago. <laughs> With the silverback? Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Well, I have another gorilla story. Another gorilla story. Yeah, except this one. Is this, this going to be like a trend with the celebrities no, at the no, beginning no, and no, then no, you no, ditch no, out no, on no, them? No, 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 Okay. I haven't um, heard a celebrity story from you in a while either. This takes this story. just blew me over. <laughs> the story takes place in Miami <laughs> and it can be hard sometimes for people who run zoos in countries that aren't quite as well off as ours to get something as exotic as a gorilla. There's a lot of red tape, a lot of paperwork, a lot of money goes into getting a gorilla. So the, um, so Victor Bernal, he was the director of zoos and parks for the interior state of Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. And he wanted a gorilla. (laughs) How bad did he want a gorilla? He wanted it bad enough that he decided to illegally try to purchase one on the black market. Oh, so... You would think on the black market, you would have to pay a lot more than you normally would. Well, maybe you can't. Maybe he couldn't legally get a gorilla. I don't or know the rules it, to getting a gorilla. The red tape. It's yeah. just moving that could past be. that. That could be. But um, to catch um, Mr. Bernal in trying to purchase a gorilla, they decided that the best way to do it was they put an FBI agent in a gorilla suit into a cage and sold him <laughs> to this guy. <laughs> If you ever drug me and put me in a gorilla suit, I will come back and hurt you. (laughs) Ah, Don't be that bad. Because you know they're going to kill me when they realize I'm not a gorilla. And how did they get away with him in this gorilla suit? No, it it didn't take more than a couple of minutes after after Victor Benall went to make the purchase that they ended up having to make the arrest at that point because it was very... Very clear and obvious that well, this was a person so. in a gorilla suit and not a gorilla. Have you ever seen a person gorilla. in a gorilla suit? <laughs> yes. It doesn't look, it doesn't like, look like a like real a gorilla. gorilla. No. This is like the Bigfoot video footages that you get. Yes. Some of them you're like, clearly, that's a man yes. in a suit. Yes. It is very obvious and a lot. I'm sure this was extremely obvious. Um, <laughs> the, did the officer sit and jump and go? Ooh, 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 ooh. One of the funny parts about is he looked at <laughs> I don't me think weird so. when I did that. One of the funny parts about it is, you know, he tried to purchase this gorilla. He really wants a gorilla. It's there's a lot of money involved here, going back and forth. Um, he ended up uh, getting. Uh, and by the way, this isn't recent. I did forget to say that this is from 1993. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of a, a ways back. This is a while ago. Um. But the government spent $92,000 on this operation to catch this guy selling or trying to buy gorillas. How much? $92,500. That's. I guess it was a really expensive gorilla suit. I don't know. What the bleep? <laughs> you have got to be kidding me. Yeah, kind of crazy. But anyway, I'm not exactly sure how this all ended because this article from 1993... Um, was written before there was a trial. Maybe there was probably never a trial. They probably the guy probably just ran back to Mexico. Would be my guess. Or he was put on trial in Mexico, where you can sit in jail for thirty years yeah, before be. you go on trial. It could be, but being because that they don't have the fair. He was basically here as a representative from the Mexican government. I'm guessing he didn't even go on trial in Mexico. They probably just let him go. You know, he was there to get. Then why to, would was, they spend all that much money? He was there to get. 
gorillas for their state zoo, for their, you know, government-sponsored zoo. So they spent $92,000 some odd dollars to catch this guy, and then they just let him go? No, I don't don't think so. I think maybe they should just, instead of spending $92,000, maybe they should just give him a gorilla. I think I need this guy's (laughs) name, and I'm going to see if we can pull him up and get his public record in the United States. We might be able to do that. We might be able to do that. We have a social security number. Just kidding! <laughs> like those posts you see online. Let's play a game. What's your mother's maiden name? <laughs> <laughs> or look, this is what my social security number spells out backwards. <laughs> like, oh my God. I see all kinds of posts like that. I've never seen posts like that. I and thank God it's it would be crazy. stupid enough. I hate giving it over the phone when you're calling in somewhere. And they ask for it because you know they're going to ask for it. Yeah. Because it's one of those places. And I'm just like, I'm going to tell you this, but I'm going to let you know it's super simple. Please, I hope you have a short-term memory. And then I say it and they're like, oh, wow. And I'm like, yeah, forget it. (laughs) One, two, three. (laughs) Damn near close to that. Yes, yes. Super simple. I gave it to Tristan once for his college application. And I said, I swear to God, if you remember that and I start finding my stuff in your location, I'm coming (laughs) after you. (laughs) Anyway, what have you got for us next? I have Siron's Eye. Siron's Eye. Okay. Siron's Eye. Lord of the Rings? Cheater. Just kidding. (laughs) Lord of I'm the not Rings. a big movie fan. So. But you went to see The Hobbit. Well, the I first did. part of The Hobbit with Tristan. I went to see The Hobbit because your son wanted to see it for his birthday. Not because I wanted to see it. I would have went with <laughs> him to go see it. I didn't know that. I love The Hobbit. I remember watching it, even though this is Lord of the Rings. But my fifth grade teacher, every time we get out of recess, the whole school year was reading The Hobbit. And she read it to us. So... <laughs> After recess, we got to relax by listening to her it read. Just, the movies are a little too long for me. Not on a snow day. You know what's perfect on a snow day when you don't have cable? Video games. And <laughs> you don't own video games because you don't own video games. Sleep. And you have to entertain your child. Oh. He was in Head Start. I guess that would be a good time to watch those movies. He watched Lord of the Rings. I hope nobody judges me because I just said he was in Head Start. We're watching Lord of the Rings. That's okay. So I was right there with him and I explained to him those trees aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, Siron's Cira- eye has been found and it's watching us from above in the form of Ringstar HR 4796A. So this is like in the galaxy, like a star out there or something, like something in space. That's something cool. in space, yes. It is in, where's the galaxy? I have the galaxy highlighted on a different article than the story I'm reading. So I'm trying to look at the other one. But this looks like a human eyeball. That like does. That's kind of freaky. NASA took a picture of it, it, it looks like it. And the planet that they're tracking mm-hmm. actually isn't orbiting the star. That's the pupil of this eye. Okay. It's within the debris ring that okay. is there. Yeah. So, and it's within the constellation. So they're, they're tracking it, but they're saying they're not sure if it's when it hits the debris ring because it's headed that direction. Yeah. If it's going to 
start on fire and blow up or what's going to happen if it's going to get hit by something. But hmm. it's on its own little weird path and it's not following a typical planet pattern. Mm-hmm. But they're claiming this is a pattern that's within Ciron's eye or a planet within Ciron's eye. That's kind of cool. So, There's some beautiful stuff out there. Like that's a cool looking picture. Like Yes. And this is about that. 14 to 20 billion miles um, from wow. the star itself. Okay. And then it's 25 light years away from us. Holy cow. So that says a lot about where it's kind of at. Mm-hmm. So, and I still can't find the constellation that, That's okay. <laughs> that it's in. But it's it's a pretty interesting looking little... Pretty interesting hmm. little you know, eye. At some point, I don't know if it was for the podcast or just something out of interest. I was looking up like asteroids one day. And the problem with Google is when you look things up on Google, then you hear about them forever. Um, so like, just as an example, in my news feed, I get the Circleville, Ohio's local news in my news feed because I research the Circleville letters for the podcast. Oh, yeah. Well, now every week or so, I hear about a new asteroid that almost hit the Earth because at one point in time, I looked at them, <laughs> looked them up because online. Of Haley's comment. Um, I don't think I was looking up Haley's comment though. I was looking up something else. Are um, sure. But the newest one this week was there's going to be some some asteroid that's got a really good chance of hitting the Earth on Christmas this year. So. Way to go, Alan. It's not large. It's just going to, you know, make a little Destroy hole or hit the water. It hits us. No, it's probably going to hit us. They hit us all the time. It'll just probably hit the water or it's make a hole in the ground. It's an asteroid or a comet? It's just an asteroid, not a comet. Okay. How big? It's not like... Not very big. Armageddon, I'm assuming. No, like... <laughs> nothing like... Nothing we got to send Bruce Willis up to the, a space and nuke it with, you know. Funny. We don't need Bruce Willis. Even ben though it Affleck? is Christmas, he could use another Christmas movie, like Die Hard. Whatever! <laughs> Don't you did that on purpose. I did. That was kind of funny. You're such a jerk. <laughs> it's not a Christmas movie. I, I've actually seen, they came out with a like box cover art for the movie that's all Christmassy now. <laughs> it's official. It's a Christmas movie. <laughs> We're not talking about this. Okay. I'll deck you. Okay. That's it, everybody. You just heard it. I'm going to deck him. See, she, she she makes us watch Christmas movies all day long on Christmas Eve. And for 10 years it's now, Christmas I've been trying Mary. to watch Die Hard and she won't let me. It's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> and it's Christmas movie marathon day. That is our Christmas. We put I think on- a lot of people think it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> Don't look so serious. I'm just kidding. You're not kidding. You're serious. We argue about this every flipping year. <laughs> It's Every funny. year. And at some point, you're going to convince Ian or Ava that they want to mm. watch this on Christmas. No. That's actually a good idea. I didn't really think of that. Thank you. They're too young to watch that right <laughs> They are now. too young to watch Die Hard. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm mad right now. I can tell. I can tell. So <laughs> let's try to make you happy with my last story. Okay, because mine's the funniest. It probably is. Mine's, it mine's is. from history, hmm. from a fairly famous person in history. Famous. Who? Yeah. Um, Benjamin Franklin. Okay. I kind of know who he is. Just kind. kidding. <laughs> Just kind of. <laughs> anyway, lot. you know, he's, he's known for writing a lot of things and, you know, had a newspaper and wrote 
The Declaration of Independence. <laughs> yeah, he also wrote uh, a very famous uh, copy of oh, what's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Telegraph. No, it's a it's a version of the Bible where he took out all the mystical stuff in the New Testament and just wrote like the good teachings of Jesus without anything anything magical. Like in a, so, it was a book. Yeah, yeah. He wrote a, he wrote this book where he basically rewrote. The teachings of Jesus without the magic and the God and the stuff like that. Just his so teaching of being nice to each other. And no, it's all New Testament stuff. So no, it was just Jesus. Oh, weird. Yeah, it was kind of cool. But anyway, what I'm here to talk about is what a letter. What the hell is in the book? All kinds of stuff. Like uh, teaching about how to love one another or turn the other cheek. If somebody slaps you, you turn the other cheek, you know, instead of slapping them back. What? You know. Self-defense. No, that was eye for an eye. That was Old Testament stuff. New Testament was, no, you take it and you turn the other cheek. <laughs> That's teach <laughs> teachings of Jesus. Mm, I need my own book. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about here is a very important letter that he wrote to the Royal Academy um, in Britain. Okay. Uh, the name of the letter was Fart Proudly. I do that all the time, except <laughs> for at work. Uh, this was, uh, he wrote this in 1781. Our daughter does it all the time, even in school. <laughs> yes. I ate it on the way up <laughs> the did. stairs following yuck. her. It was so disgusting. Yuck, yuck. Um, it's your daughter. But this was, uh, the letter to the Royal Academy was composed in response to a call for scientific papers from the Royal Academy. Um, Franklin believed that various academic societies in Europe were increasingly pretentious and concerned with the impractical. So he wanted to uh, get them to study um, farting and how it could, how we could reduce the smell of somebody's fart. Oh, so this had nothing to do with South Park, San Francisco, smelling your own farts. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Because I was all like about... ready to jump all over that. I'm like, oh my God. This was all about trying to come up with different either drugs or ways of eating food that would make your farts not smell bad. There are ways. You he stay wanted, away from stuff like broccoli. He wanted scientific, cabbage, a lot of scientific research to be bubble um, gum. devoted to this. Um, this this letter, which... Cauliflower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just naming all the yeah. stuff that does it for me. Yeah. <laughs> With For you, I think water does it for you. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> it's not that bad. This letter to the Royal Academy was never sent to the Royal Academy, um, but he did print it at his printing press and distribute it to friends and family and, you know, people that like that and they all they all christmas laughed about gift. it i think we should find that and give it to all our family that's a good christmas. idea I that's a good idea might give it to people at work too that's a good idea they they need to learn about farting they do i think it would be hilarious i have a couple people around me that talk about it a little too much though i know one person that annoying. you sit next to who definitely talks about it all the time because i used to sit next to her <laughs> myself yeah i love her yep but that's that's my story about farting and Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin being very interested in farting. So he took up a lot of good causes, helped found this great nation here, and he was very concerned with farts smelling and what can we do about it. He was concerned about electricity too. He was, he was. Okay. So my last story. Are you ready for the funny? I think so. You're ready for the funny. Okay. 
Okay. So I got this out of the sun, but it came, it was pulled from Reddit. Okay. And you can pull up, well, you can pull up one of them on Reddit. The other was deleted, but it, if you're there and you're reading the comments on the one, you'll find it pulls the link to the other, but it says this page has been taken down, but somebody got a screenshot of it or was able to at least. Okay. Write what was said verbatim before it was taken down or removed by the person who posted it. So McFlurry up. So we know where this is headed. Okay, we're at McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's drive through. Okay, I hate customer to takes sweet revenge on moaning women woman behind him by driving off with her food. Oh my god, stole her food? He no. Okay, okay. McDonald's isn't gonna let you I steal suppose, in the drive through. Okay, so the original post detailed one man's quest for fast food revenge. Okay. Okay, so I'm just going to read this because it's funnier sometimes when you hear it from the person themselves, even though I'm not the person, but I'm going to read it verbatim what he put. Okay. So details of the epic standoff were shared on the Reddit thread entitled, um, People, some woman flipped me off and honked at the McDonald's drive-thru because I was taking too long to order. Okay, that would be kind of rude. Like, I take forever to order. Well, if you have a ton of people in your vehicle, too, because they have vans nowadays. Yeah, and I have no clue if he had a van or not and, and had a bunch of children who had no clue what they wanted, even though your choices were chicken nuggets, cheeseburger, <laughs> or hamburger. The, what do you want? I don't know. The other problem know. is the menu is right at the speaker. So you get to the speaker, and then you get to look at the menu. And if you don't already know what that restaurant happens to have... It's going to take you a little while. Even if you know what they have, my first words out of my mouth when I pull up is, can I have one moment, please? Yes. Even though I know, and it's like, mm, I'm still kind of yeah. to- tossed here. I need a little torn. So anyways, um, so I, this is here. So I paid for her food. Then when I got to the food nice window, guy. I showed them both the receipts and took her food. Oh my God. I paid for it. It's mine. Not today, Satan. That is genius. (laughs) So, in the hilarious twist, the woman who had flipped off the anonymous McDonald's lover posted her version of the events in the Reddit thread. Oh, I can't imagine her version is going to be the same as his. Today, I bleeped up. T-I-F-U. But that sense... But has since deleted her post. Okay. So... However, the new poster claims that the standoff was escalated when the man in the front stuck his head out of the window like a bleeping giraffe and stared at her. He just stared at her. But we know me and my road rage of somebody, if I was already angry and somebody did that to me, I'd be like grabbing my steering wheel and shaking the crap out of it like I was like ready to rip it off or something. I have a little bit of road rage sometimes. (laughs) That didn't describe it at all. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, she proceeded to find out that her food had been paid for. um, A revelation which made her feel guilty until she discovered that he had not only paid for her order, but he had made off with her lunch. The full post reads, so yeah, I'll make it quick. I was having a very busy day at work and I had to run an errand during my lunch break. So I needed a trip to McDonald's to be quick one to be a quick one. I don't know why I expected it to be quick. 
Anyways, the guy in front of me was taking forever <laughs> in order. It was in all caps. She, she I had to emphasize patience. to order and it was pissing me off. So I honked the horn at him. He proceeded to put his whole head out of the window to look back at me for like 15 seconds. I swear he was like a bleeping giraffe. <laughs> you know what? I know why she, this post was taken down. <laughs> this post was taken down because she ended up getting 150 negative comments and people telling her to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Patience, lady. Being like, you know what? Yes, your lunch got taken. It kind of sucks. You were kind of rude, too. And you know what? It's not like you paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> I just rolled my eyes and motioned for him to hurry the bleep up. And when she means motion, it's probably when he was talking about yeah. her flicking him off. So, like, hurry up, asshole. So, well, that is where the fun starts. I placed my order. Once he finally moved along, I got to the window to pay. This McDonald's has two windows. So... Mm-hmm. The girl says, the guy in front of me had paid for my order. I started to feel guilty, and I was like, damn, this guy is killing me with kindness. Nope. I got to the next window, and the mother bleeper took my food. I had to go without lunch today because I was impatient and pissed a giraffe off at McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet revenge is apparently a dish best served with a drive through window but it's not the first case of someone who's had enough hilarious getting their own back you know what this lady needs to learn something i learned in high school patience well that too. i don't even have that, that too but when i was in high school i'd go to mcdonald's for lunch every once in a while and this is what i learned in high school i go through the drive through if i'm lazy and don't want to get out of my car if i'm in a hurry I go inside because it's quicker. Yep. If she was in a hurry, she should have brought her butt inside, and it would have been quick, I and there would have been nobody could, took her took her meal from her. Funny, I used to work at a fast food restaurant, not McDonald's, but a fast food restaurant, mm-hmm. and drive through people got presidents. I'm not saying they don't, but there's always a line, and usually when you go inside, there's no line, and you're true. right up to the front, and your order's placed, and you're done. And you're probably walking out of there a lot quicker than the drive-through. Yeah, I mean, unless there's no line in the drive-through, then it makes sense. But well, if there yeah, is a if there's a drive-through time, line, there's usually yeah. a line yep. because everybody is going. Yes. So, yeah, if I'm in a hurry, I run inside because it seems to work out better. Not that I go through a drive-through a lot, but you know, drive-through is more for convenience. Exactly. Anyways, That's, it's yeah. not for speed. Yeah. Exactly. And she just didn't like the fact that somebody was taking a little too long in front of her. And Hurry uh, the bleep up! I think it's genius. Mother bleeper. I wish I would have came up with it. That's I've been hilarious. talking about that for my entire life. I wonder how many people are going to be doing that from now on. I don't know. Hopefully if the story got out. put a seed in my head, I yeah. can tell you that. You know what? I wonder what they ordered. I hope it tastes good. <laughs> I hope they didn't have like six people in the car because I really don't want to pay for and that I'm kind really of food. <laughs> not a, well, I'd probably ask. I need to get the person behind me. How much is their total? Yeah. If they said like $37, I'd be like, mm, nope too steep for me sorry yeah Yeah. not for being a jerk i don't need that much food that is an awesome idea though it is a great idea awesome cool 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 well anyway if you liked what you heard here tonight or and would like to suggest a story or comment on something we had to say send us an email at outlandishoutcasts at gmail.com or you can go to Facebook at Outlandish Outcast Podcast. Twitter at Outlandish Casts, that and oddball. 
<laughs> Instagram is Outlandish Outcast. And I think that's it, right? Is that all the places we've got? <laughs> yes. We didn't get sued last week after you tagged Krispy Kreme in on our drug story. No, we didn't get sued. <laughs> that okay. was kind of hilarious. I wasn't even thinking about what I wrote. It was just it was hilarious. Quick, it was morning time and it was quick. And I actually got some reactions out of that post. And then I was like, read what I wrote. And I'm like, oh, my God. I hope they actually listen <laughs> or instead read of something just, or click like a link one of those or something headlines like the catcher yeah like here's a catcher but it's really not that dramatic <laughs> but i want to get you interested to listen to our show yep well anyway if uh like like i said have a great week everybody and go get some crispy creams don't eat Maybe them I while driving good headline on for mcdonald's yeah i bet they, Be they have a lot of listeners yeah take them next we'll see what happens Instagram and Facebook and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Good idea. Good idea. All right. (laughs) Have a good week, everybody. Bye.